Welcome to the All Things Overlanding Podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, I've got a pretty special episode for you. Um, I'm actually going to have a number of folks from the overlanding, off-roading, vehicle outfitting, just general gear and vehicle modification and adventure community on kind of a roundtable chat. So I think this one's going to be really exciting. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I've got a number of different folks and personalities in here, so it should be a good chat. Um, So we'll cut to that here in just a second. So if you're listening on the podcast, thanks for coming by and listening there. And if you're watching on YouTube, definitely make sure to hit that subscribe button down below to be notified when I drop new videos. I do new vlogs and podcasts like this every week, and I also do gear reviews. I do Xterra content, so there's just tons of stuff here. So if you enjoy it, click the like button, click the subscribe button, and uh, look forward to talking to you guys more in the future. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So, hey, everybody. Um, Welcome to the show. Uh, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. And tonight I'm excited because I've got a ton of people from the adventure slash overlanding slash, you know, gear sales slash vehicle outfitting. I mean, there's everything, right? Everything to do with overlanding adventures, off-roading, anything like that with me tonight. So thank you guys for being here. Um, I'm going to kind of just let everybody kind of talk a little bit about who they are and what their business is so that you guys have a good idea of who's with me tonight. So we'll kind of kick it off with Cindy. Cindy from Northology, go ahead and and sort of tell everybody about yourself. Hi, Uh, thank you very much for doing this, Jason, uh, first and foremost, and thanks everybody for participating. Uh, we, Jason and I were just talking about uh, how could we get you guys a little exposure and how, how can we help each other? I think that's what this group is kind of about. Um, I live in Northern Illinois and I run a little outfit called Northology. Uh, we do, uh, or I do, I don't know why I always say we, <laughs> but uh, I do um, uh, outdoor adventure events and trips. And uh, uh, I do have a team that helps me with some of those things. So maybe that's why I, I say we uh, but, you know, basically, um, I, I run the Keweenaw Overland Adventure Retreat, and I also have some orthology trips that I have planned for. I launched my first schedule for trips this year, and uh, I'll let you know later how that's going. <laughs> right. Cool. Well, thank you, Cindy. So next we've got Chris. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, guys. Uh, I know most of you guys, a um, couple of you, I haven't met, but uh, Jason, thanks for putting this thing together. Sure. And I, I am the owner, founder, uh, what have you, of the Moore Expo. Um, I think most have heard about it. The the Moore Expo is just kind of a um, it's an event that the Midwest didn't have before, um, which is strictly indoor um, trade show for the adventure travel community. Um, 
we started planning it uh, about 14 months before our first expo. Uh, it was successful. We had a great turnout. We had a lot of excellent vendors. Um, and then uh, now fast forward to what we've got coming in 2021. We've doubled the space for the Moore Expo. Um, we've got over a hundred spots for vendors or exhibitors to come in um, and we're doubling our advertising. So kind of excited about putting all that stuff together to, to bring everybody together, um, you know, try to help out all of the local businesses like, you know, Chad, I know you're right down there in that neck of the woods. Uh, yep. Springfield, Springfield, Missouri is where it's at. Um, but it's, it's something that, that we as business people <clears throat> in the community didn't, didn't really have. Um, and now we do. So that's, that's kind of more expo, I guess. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for that, Chris. Um, Todd, TC Teardrops. Yeah. So we just, uh, we've been in business for, you know, my wife and I started it in 2008. So, uh, kind of, uh, when the comedy took its, uh, crap then. So. <laughs> Last time, <laughs> but, right? uh, we've just been kind of hanging in. We've made our, made our business more of a lifestyle for us. And then, uh, well, it's a business, but made it a lifestyle also. And, and, uh, always thought that I would, uh, back then in the days that everybody always said, Hey, if you ever going to move out of your garage? And I said, hell no. I mean, that's where you want to stay. So, uh, but lo, but lo and behold, I, uh, ended up taking it out of the garage and growing the business and hiring lots of employees and, and, uh, buying nice equipment and stuff like that. So we're just kind of cruising along that way and, uh, enjoying it and, and, uh, really glad it's something we, we did back then i wouldn't want to be somebody starting something up like this right the second um going to expos and all that stuff uh we've had our name out there for quite a while so we'll uh just continue to do so and, and everybody will get through this awesome great all right kevin you ready yeah hello guys <laughs> hey, hey, uh, yes, yeah, so I'm with Rocktown Adventures. We're uh, especially outdoor retailers, so not really involved in the overlanding space per se, um, but recognize there's uh, some similarities involved. Um, and uh, and having a past relationship with Cindy, um, she thought it'd be a good idea for uh, me to you know kind of get an idea of you know what's going on overlanding. So um, I'm kind of involved from a, a business development perspective more than anything else. Um, but obviously, we're all involved in some elements of adventure travel. So, um, interested in hearing what other people are going through, what plans are, and never know what you can learn. Very cool. All right, and then Ryan, are you at a spot where you can talk? No. <laughs> if you can hear me, give me a few minutes. Yeah, I can hear you, but we can skip to Joe and then come back to you. I guess that's a yes. That's yes. Joe, you want to go? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe Crelly with Chi-Town 4x4. Uh, we're a uh, Toyota uh, off-road outfitter out of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we started um, more peer pressure from my friends on a trip out in Moab in 2013. 
Um, I was making parts out of my garage for the FJ Cruiser. And um, we had parts on a bunch of the trucks out there doing the Cocapelli Trail and got done with that trip and had a, a wonderful time. We're sitting at the Moab Bureau and they said, you know, you should turn, turn this into a business. I said, I, I already have another business. I, I do I need, you know, is this what we want to do? And uh, sure enough, later that year, we started it up, took part of the warehouse of our current business. And um, it wasn't until about 2017 when I hired Rick Vance, um, who is a uh, certified Toyota tech and brought him on to manage our business. And from there it's taken off. Um, so uh, it's been a lot of fun. We've you know, we're starting to do events in and around Chicago with, you know, Toyota USA. And we've got, um, you know, a Chi-Town Toyota Off-Road Club that's been featured in the Chicago Auto Show the last two years. And um, it's really, it's really put a lot of uh, faces and, uh, you know, people in the club locally. So, you know, we're, we started mostly as a club and group of friends, and now it's turned into a, a whole culture in Chicago. So we're excited to keep it going. Sweet. Very good. Hey, Ryan, are you ready? I think so. <laughs> it, it took it took me a minute, but I'm here. No, you're fine. All right, we'll go so, ahead. All right, so um, my wife and I own a company called CD Adventure Supply. We're based out of Fort Worth, Texas. Um, pretty much all things overland, camping, outdoor vehicle accessories, right? Um, we really do put customer service at the top of our list. Um, we're 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 not your average shop. We won't just carry everything. Um, we really fine tune the products that we carry and we actually use them like most people on this call. We actually use the products that we sell. We won't sell anything that we don't use ourselves. So it's, it's a narrow product mix, but it's quality products that you can not normally get your hands on locally, right? We do have a website, but we prefer the in-person sales, right? Where we can show you, you can touch it, you can feel it, you can, throw the fridge in the back of your vehicle, make sure it's going to fit where you think it's going to fit before making a purchase in, you know, the hundreds of dollars, right? Who wants, who wants to order something off the internet and then find out that it doesn't fit where you thought it would. So. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. I, for the record, I have returned two fridges so far and I now have zero fridges. So <laughs> I'll tell you from experience, that's definitely true. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thank you. So then Chad, last one. I guess that leaves me. That's you. So yeah, I'm Chad uh, Boyd from Overland Addict, and um, I we we have a store here in Nixon, Missouri. Uh, that's where I'm located. Uh, it's just right outside of Springfield, Missouri, about uh, seven eight miles. And it started uh, as a YouTube channel. That's that's kind of the genesis of Overland Addict. I was just going out to uh, the Ozark National Forest mostly, because that's the, in my opinion, the best national forest around where I live, and just going out and documenting my, my adventures and putting them on YouTube for other people to see and enjoy. And uh, started getting the following, so started selling uh, patches and stickers. Uh, first patches were uh, of the, our logo, the Overland Attic logo, and then got into the National Forest patches. And it just kind of evolved from there. Uh, I've always loved gear. I'm kind of a gearhead. Uh, I love every every kind of gear you can think of uh, as far as overlanding goes. And so along the way, it just kind of grew into a gear company. Um, so we started online uh, about eight months ago in June of 2019. Uh, like I said, selling our patches and stickers, and then it moved to apparel, and then uh, started slowly trickling in some gear. And around 
I think it was not October or November. I just decided to just go all in and just actually evolve into a uh, primarily a gear a gear shop for overlanding. So uh, launched our retail store uh, just right as this virus uh, started. So good good times. Okay. Uh, but but uh, so that's temporarily temporarily closed right now to the public. But we're still doing uh, a lot of online orders and um, we are doing some uh, pickup orders here and there. But I'm I'm very careful about how how we do those so yeah that's that's pretty much it cool yeah great thank you i have one of your patches so thank you for that awesome thank you <laughs> um so cool so then let's kind of dive into it and we'll just again you know i've kind of prepped you guys but just for anybody listening we're just going to kind of make it conversational um and just kind of dive into this whole you know obviously everybody's talking about the whole COVID-19 thing and you know how it's affecting businesses which was kind of how this whole call started so Cindy um kind of reached out to me and again we've talked on a number of occasions and she was like you know I know a number of business owners and I know they'd love to just sort of talk about it and you know some of the challenges that they're facing and again I wanted to kind of get them here too so that everybody that I know, all my audience um, can see, you know, kind of what they do and, and get a chance to hopefully, you know, click on the links, which will be down in the description below the video. It'll be on the, the description of the podcast when I put that out. I'm hoping to get that out uh, for you guys right now, this Sunday. So in the next few days, um, it should be out. But so just kind of wanted to shine some light on these guys and the great work that they're doing, the great, you know, care that they take of their customers and and hopefully, you know, find you guys some new folks to engage with you during this, you know, crisis, if you will, which everybody kind of jokes about it. I feel like there are a ton of memes floating around, but I mean, honestly, this thing is, is killing businesses. Like I see people laying people off and, and all that sort of stuff. And it, you know, it's, there are some great businesses like yours that I think deserve as much attention as they can possibly get so that we can, you know, we, myself being an overlander can support you guys and hopefully help you find some customers and some, some loyal folks to kind of, you know, work with you guys during this time when things are a little tougher. So first kind of question that we were going to talk about was just how COVID-19 and the lockdown and all that is both maybe positively, maybe not so much, and also negatively impacting businesses. Um, so to kind of start it off, maybe we talk about the negatives first. And I think Cindy, you were going to go first on that. Well, only because you make me go first, but that's okay. Well, okay, I guess I can, I can help that. Uh, <laughs> negatively, I mean, come on, man. Um, you know, you can't go to a physical store uh, right now in a lot of places. Uh, people aren't uh, shopping. Um, they're, they're hunkering down and uh, it's, it's, affected me personally with uh, the events I'm uh, hosting. Um, one of my uh, really uh, favorite and, and oh, I have a, an event. I, I teamed up with a chef, a local chef. He loves camping. He makes campfire fried chicken. It's mm. amazing. That sounds awesome. Uh, so we teamed up. We're going to do like a gourmet I know, like a gourmet overland trip where he was going to come, he was going to cook these really cool meals, cook for us, uh, do demos. And there were no. <laughs> uh, well, that's the thing. Right as I start, I launched the event, and boom, there's a virus thing going on. I, I thought, how do I even you know, market this right now? Dying. You know? Um, yeah, um, that's a, a possibility, but. Um, uh, just 
gathering in groups right now, you know, they say 10 or less members of your family. Uh, it's all kind of right now. I feel like I don't even with the smaller events I'm doing uh, in the very near future. I'm very un unsure of, of what's going to happen. And, and I may, I ended up canceling the May event just because, you know, who knows if that stay in place order is going to be done with then. Mm -hmm. So that's next. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Well, and it's it's interesting too. I somebody told me today, and I thought this was interesting that like, even if it's lifted, it doesn't. You know how people are, right? Like everybody's a little different, so it's not like immediately the minute that it happens, everybody's going to run out and get right. in groups and go to soccer games, right? So I think it's going to be a sort of a tiered recovery with like some people coming out and then more maybe a few months later and then more after that, and and some may never quite come back from it. So it's a little scary. Um, Ryan, you were down here next, and then anybody else that wants to jump in after that, just holler at me. <laughs> yeah, so we want we were talking about the negative stuff first, yeah. and I I really think that you know I spoke to this when I talked about who we are, right? Is that the the big thing that we offer, right? We're not just another website; we're actual physical location that you can come to, you can touch and feel. We can't do that right now, right? You know, we we've had to close the doors, you know, we're still answering phones and emails and, you know, walking through things with people, but we can't invite them in to talk about it and touch it and feel it. So that really is a huge impact to us because the local market is where we have the best method to serve the customer. Um, you know, there's a ton of websites you can go buy products from, um, but here in our area, we're one of the only, um, you know, outdoor, off-road, overland shop around. So if you can't walk in our door, I can't service you, right? As to the best of my ability. Um, so I think that that's really gonna be where we're seeing the immediate effect right now. I think as people are losing jobs or being, you know, furloughed or laid off, you know, that, that affects, you know, their purchases and ultimately, you know, doesn't, even if the doors were open, they wouldn't want to come in because right now they've got their own problems. You know, they've got challenges they're working through in their own households like we are um, because they don't have the work that they need to bring in the income. So it, it's going to be a challenge for a little bit. Uh, even as you said, once we start to climb out of this, you know, it's going to take a while for people to get back to work and get those jobs that they lost and all of that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, I won't go too far. Well, I, I wanted to take us off track, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be good. I'm going to stay on the questions. Um, I think later on, yeah, so later on we'll talk about kind of what you're doing to overcome those challenges. So that's where I was going to go with it, but I'm not. I'm going to be good. Um, anybody else on any of the negative stuff that you want to chime in on here? I mean, I, I think we're all in kind of the same boat, but if you have something that you want to say, go ahead before I move on. The negative side of it is I'm working too much right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I had can't to really go outside, which sucks. Yeah, we had to. I I had to do the the right thing and lay lay uh, some people off just to keep the social distancing between our shop and and the people that I had to lay off. I know they may have not been responsible about you know staying home stuff like that. Uh, they, you know, have kids that travel, you know, like to go and do stuff. So I had to lay 
lay everybody off except for two key people that I know are going home. They're the breadwinners for their family. They, they're the ones that have to bring the money in. Uh, so what I had to make the hard choice was to, to lay everyone off except for two people. Uh, and then myself are there. So, but I mean, we're cleaning every night, uh, bleaching everything, yeah. locked door policy. Nobody gets inside of our door right now. Uh, UPS, I mean, no, nobody comes inside of our door. Uh, so the hard part's just, you know, trying not to work too much. I mean, I haven't had a day off now, probably in five weeks. <laughs> so I just got home a little bit ago before I got, you know, fired this up and but uh, yeah, it's it, that's the hard part. Um, yep. Yeah, there there are a lot of challenges right now. That's there's a, a friend of mine who manages hotels, and it's interesting because you know you would think there's essential staff there, right? But the way they actually did it was they reversed it and they said, "All right, now you're cleaning the rooms and you're doing all that <laughs> stuff, and you have to let everyone else go." So a number yeah. of them had to go. Um, so yeah, it's tough. That's tough. Our part is we have the work. We yeah. just can't. I mean, we're booked out till October. So, Jeez. and we've talked to people in the next two to three months already, and they're all, they'll, there's no cancellations that way. We have had three cancellations out of it. Hmm. But on the other side of it, we've also sold five trailers this week. Wow. Nice. With deposits. Wow. So, that's the other side of it. So, oh. I, I think, you know, we'll see a turn in this in, in the overlanding side of it. Definitely. Yeah. Anybody else have anything on negative? Because that kind of brings us into the positive side of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. Does anybody, the question is, does anybody have any positive sides to this? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you are do, some yeah. positives, sure. I do. All right. Go ahead, Cindy. You um, go? I'm going to go first. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You're <laughs> um, I think that, that, um, that people are going outside and they're rediscovering that they love to go outside and now they want to there's going to be pent-up demand uh once this lifts and the first people that are going to go are the adventurers think about it you know um it's going to be the adventure travel community that leads the tourism way back and uh, i think the people that you know want to go paddling and mountain biking and and go off in the woods and and have fun off the grid are, are going to be the first people back and so that that's going to benefit us and the outdoor adventure community as a whole so yeah. i'm i'm confident in that yeah that's a good point Chad, i think you were on there too you have some stuff? yeah yeah I'll, I'll definitely agree with cindy on that uh, point um, you know i'm seeing more people go outside people that are you know social distancing and staying indoors they're they're staying and doing more with their families and uh actually actually they're actually getting outside the house you know staying away from other people but uh going out into the woods and camping and doing those things with their family more so it's it's kind of drawn people more closer to their family i, I feel like and uh you know i'll see posts on instagram all the time you know with hashtag social distancing but people are out camping and doing things like that so you know that that's the good thing is it's not it's not keeping people from going out and still enjoying the outdoors they're just they have to be more careful obviously you know not to be around other people but uh people i think are getting to the point to where you know we're in the u.s we're not that far into this just yet but people are already kind of getting cabin fever and they're like i got to get out of my house so they're getting out and doing things uh, so that's definitely one positive thing uh another thing is 
uh, actually online sales are, have been picking up for us uh, during all this, uh, especially uh, certain products. So like example for uh, Wavian fuel cans, you know, we, we would sell one every once in a while, but when this uh, first hit the US, we sold out of every Wavian fuel can we had because people were, I think, kind of like toilet paper. They were scared gas was going to be super <laughs> scarce. And so we sold out of every one of the Wavian fuel cans we had. And I called our supplier and I was like, hey, I need more of these because I'm out. And people still want them. And she, and she was like, well, we have another container inbound right now, but everyone on the container is already spoken for. And so you won't be able to get in until May. So, you know, things like that, certain products, uh, it's, it's been good for uh, people buying them. Everybody should start selling toilet paper. Problem solved. Yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> right, so Ryan. I think first. you were on here next. Yeah, Overland <laughs> toilet paper, right? It's, yeah, well, it's there you go. It's pre-branded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the positives I see here, and you know, uh, some people have already kind of touched on this, but you know, it, it's forcing people to spend some time with their family and actually get outside. I think they're spending so much time on their devices and watching TV that they're they're burning out on that and it's yeah. forcing them to set the phone down or set the iPad down and go in the backyard watch the dog run around you know go for a walk through the park and I think it's it's pushing people out to kind of like oh wow you know this is what I've been missing and I, I see that that could be beneficial for all of us that once the the restrictions start to taper off and people are allowed to move about freely a little more than they already are um that they're gonna they're gonna want to get out and do some more exploring whatever that is if it's a day trip from the house or you know if it's it's running to the state park or going to a national park you know it's gonna because people aren't gonna want to travel far at first right especially internationally that they're gonna want to stay local and i think that's where we can help them be able to get to where they need to with the gear they need to do that in in a in a safe manner and <clears throat> i think that that's that's the upside to this is i think it's gonna a lot of more local vacationing and and it people aren't going to want to go that far from the house and i think that that's really going to be a, a upside for all of us and for for them too because i think it's pushing them outside their comfort zone of what they knew and they're going to be looking for new ways to explore yeah yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I, Cindy, I might have good news for you because so the plane tickets for our trip in September that was going to keep me from coming to CORE weren't available yet. We hadn't actually purchased them. So, and now we may not be going, right? Like, I mean, September is not that far away to where we may not want to go out of country. So I might be able to come to CORE. I don't know. That's one of the uh, big positives yeah. for people are, we're looking right now is the fact that people might be afraid to get on a plane. So they're going to be yeah. driving. They're going to be taking different types of adventures instead of taking that you know, family trip that's on a plane. It's yep. going to be yep. more vehicular. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like too, like people are, people like me that maybe I don't have a store per se, but like I have more time on my hands now. So like, just like this call, right? Like I want to make more content. I love overlanding. I love, you know, adventure travel and things like that. So like I'm making more videos personally. And I feel like I see more and more of that. And I feel like people are consuming more of it. Like you guys kind of brought up, right? Like people can't go out. So I live vicariously by watching like Chad's videos of the last trip he took, right? Like I go and I watch those things and and then I'm like, man, I need to go check out his shop because I really want one of those fuel cans or I really want a fridge, you know? 
Um, so I'm hoping that it creates some more demand. And then, yeah, like once everything frees up, then there'll be even more people purchasing and getting into it, overlanding and travel in general, adventuring. So hopefully, fingers crossed. Anybody else on positive stuff before we move on? And I just, I, for me, I just think that uh, people are going to change their way of travel. So um, we're all going to see a benefit from it on our side of it. Um, just because they are going to want to travel by car, whether it is across the states, because um, people are still going to want to travel across the United States. Uh, um, I think they're just going to want to kind of chill out, throw a tent or trailer or whatever they're going to do and, and uh, go. Yep. Uh, but they're not going to want the airplane. They're not going to definitely a cruise ship. Uh, stuff like that. I mean, that's going to be, that's the, that's the businesses that are going to be hurting, I think. People are, you know, and a lot of these people are in their 50s. They're, they're our age. I don't know how old everybody is, but, you know, the 40s, 50s, 60s, um, they're going to reconnect with their, uh, with their youth of their families taking them camping when they were kids because that's what most of them did. So. Good point. You can't take your, your toilet paper stash with you on an airplane either. That's so <laughs> true. You can put it in a trailer. You can put it in a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Big Plano so, crates full of it. So one of the other plus sides I see to this that I hadn't really touched on was that I think everybody, the, the current people that adventure like we like to do now, they're taking this time to plan right? They're thinking of the next big trip that they can do once, you know, they're looking for the gates to open so they can go running across the country and go to Moab or wherever it is that they, that they long to go, right? And so, you know, for us, you know, they may not have the ability to buy the gear right now. They're at least planning it. They're thinking, what, you know, I need to get this and this done before I head out to the Ozark National Forest for that trip that I want to do in October. So I think that there are some good things for people that are currently already doing uh, overlanding, adventuring, whatever you want to call it. it. It giving them an opportunity to sit down and not have the phone ringing off the hook from work and actually sit down and plan out that route through guy or whatever they use. And that that's going to be a, a huge thing for us, I think, because they're going to be ready to go the minute the travel restrictions are lifted. That's a really good point, actually. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people um, that kind of jog my memory. People uh, saying, I'm, I'm stuck at home, I can't go anywhere, so I'm going to do these couple of projects I've had on my list because I haven't had time normally because I'm usually going out and, and adventuring and traveling and, and doing that kind of thing. So people are kind of getting more projects done on the rigs or maintenance work done on, you know, on the rig or something like that. So, yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Yeah. Awesome. All right, we good on that one? Mm -hmm. if you're good, Lots of positives. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, lots more positives than negatives. Okay. So it's funny that the uh, stay-at-home side of it for us has been that um, people have the time to drop off a truck. So instead of like rushing and they're only picking, maybe they've got a, a planned build that might be, you know, three days of labor. Uh, you know, they'd always before maybe chop it up and just say, I'm going to do, you know, part of it this time, part of it that time. Well, now they're actually taking the time. Like, I'm stuck at home. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> Here's my truck. Uh, can I, you know, I'll take it in seven days from now. So we're having drop-offs happen overnight and the call said, yeah, just get to it when you can get to it. My wife and I are sharing a car. I don't have to commute every day. Um, yeah. That side of it's opened up some of the bigger builds. And I know this coming week, we've got some bigger stuff coming up. I'm like, you know, it's, that's what we've been missing right now is huh. some of the, the, the big type of builds that come in for having time for it. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Very cool. 
Cool. Yeah, I know my uh, my truck's battery is dead right now because it's been sitting for so long. I went out <laughs> to move it, and I was like, I had to jump the damn thing. <laughs> you need some solar panels? I can hook you up with that. I have solar panels, <laughs> but they're hooked up to an auxiliary battery. I know. I need a deep cycle. I'll be better. <laughs> But I will hit you up. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So next question, um, what types of businesses are most or least affected and why? Chad, I think we had you down here first. Yeah, I, I got a couple examples for each one of those. Um, I have, actually have another business that I run too. I've, I've had that one for eight years and it's a software business. It's, it's a donation platform for churches and nonprofits. So, and it's, a, it's focused on text giving. So text donations, you text your your tied to your church or text a donation to your favorite nonprofit. So our business has actually picked up a lot since this all hit because churches particularly are shutting down because they can't allow a lot of people in one place to congregate at the church. So they're, they're scrambling to try to figure out if, if they didn't have anything in place, a way to continue to get the tithes into the church uh, when people are staying home and watching church online or whatever. So our, our business has really grown uh, this last month over that. So any business like that, I think where, you provide a way for people to connect to you, to your business remotely. Um, I think those are benefiting right now for sure. Uh, as far as the ones that are, are, are uh, most affected by this uh, negatively, I guess I should say, are any, any businesses that are, you know, rely on in-person like Ryan was saying earlier, um, you know, he deals a lot with in-person, uh, you know, customers coming into the shop and things like that, as well as, as our landing business too. So those are, those are suffering, uh, I have another friend that's a software uh, has it runs a software company and it's a software service for made uh, for the made industry. So like people that run made agencies and made companies that go and clean houses and his business has actually gone down quite a bit because a lot of them, the smaller made shops are closing down because they're having to lay off a lot of people. So, you know, that's an example of a, even though it's software, it's still being affected negatively. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cindy. Hi. Uh, Hi. Yeah. Your name's on there. I don't. I don't event. know. <laughs> now, um, event no group gatherings. Um, uh, people are unsure about buying a ticket for an event right now that they think are not sure would be postponed or canceled, um, and the timing of all this is a little tenuous. I'm hoping, you know, by summer it all calms down and everything's cool. Uh, I go between like everything's going to be okay and oh my god, I better retreat up to the woods. Um, but I'm just trying to <laughs> just keep an even keel on that. But you know, it, it's hurting right now because, you know, people just don't know what's going to happen when it's going to end, if the shutdowns are going to or the restrictions will be lifted. And they're a little uh, shy to make commitments monetarily. I mean, we have a pretty generous uh, refund 
policy on that 30 days before the event, you can get a refund. But I think people are just uh, sitting tight right now because of the uncertainty. So. Yeah. Makes sense. And then Ryan, you might've touched on your so, stuff already. <laughs> yeah, I, I might have touched on it a little bit, but I, honestly, I feel like it's the, the small businesses that are, I think are impacted the most here, right? Um, whether it be retail or food service, you know, around here, a lot of the restaurants have had to go to takeout or drive through only. And if they're not really set up to handle that, they're, they're having to close their doors. Um, and then, you know, you look at knickknack retail shops that are independently owned. I think the, the medium to larger size businesses are going to fare better than the small businesses are. Um, and unfortunately, I think, and I, I, you know, I know there's a lot of stuff going on with the SBA right now, and hopefully they've got a, a good smooth process for that, because I think that's what's going to help those small businesses make it through yep. this to the other side. Because um, without it, this is going to impact them probably the most, unfortunately. Yeah. And, you know, I think that kind of takes us into the next question, which is what are you going to do to, to, you know, kind of overcome it in the short term? And I will say as a consumer, right? Like the things that I've seen and, and most of mine would be honest are coming from like breweries and things like that locally, but those small independently owned breweries, right? Like the way that they have dealt with this has been really impressive to me. And so like I'm in marketing, like that's kind of what I do, which I guess makes sense because I do social media and, and YouTube and stuff like that. But um, what I've seen that's been really interesting and I think could help a lot of small businesses is like I've seen a ton of them respond in just like a really genuine and transparent way, right? Like saying, hey, here's what we're trying to do to help our employees. Um, you know, there's one brewery here locally that basically said, look, we're donating 10% of everything that we make on pickup orders or, you know, online orders or things like that to a relief fund for our employees. And that kind of stuff resonated with me because I got, you know, 50 messages about the COVID. We all did, right? We all just email, email, email. Here's what we're right. doing to, you know, quarantine ourselves and take care of stuff. But when I got those from those little small mom and pop places, I was just really impressed with the way they were handling it. And I have gone and like picked up a growler at a couple places and like tried to, you know, buy gift cards and things like that from them because, because of the way that they're handling it, just like you're great with your customers, right? Like you're so personable and, and you try to take care of them. I'd much rather support you than like a Walmart or an Amazon, right? Like I don't, I don't care about them. I mean, you've seen the things that Amazon is doing, like they're asking for donations for their employees and it's like, wow, that's really tone deaf, you know, but have you not seen that Cindy <laughs> <laughs> on Amazon's website? There's like spots everywhere where you can donate for their employees, which is hysterical. You're kidding me. No, totally legit. If you Google it, you'll see it. Um, but these little shops like you guys, right? Like I, that's, that's part of why I wanted to do this too, is because like you guys deserve it. Right. And so I think people will see that. I think if you're, you know, honest and transparent that, that people will see it um, and hopefully then support you through this. And then, like you said, we'll kind of come out of it on the other side, hopefully stronger with people sort of pushing to get out and buy gear and go on trips. So, um, but you guys tell me like, what are you guys doing to try and combat this in the short term? What, what are you doing to kind of pitch it? So I guess on our side, on TC Teardrop side of it, we're, uh, we're just trying to keep the customer builds going so we keep the money coming in. We, uh, we've been listening to all of the uh, manufacturing and commerce stuff that we're involved doing in the, in the Wasa Chamber, all that stuff we're involved in that. And 
we see the stimulus packages coming out. There's, there's stipulations with them that you'll have to be careful with as a small business. Um, we're, we're fortunate that we feel right now, we've talked to our banker already, that uh, we're gonna leave them alone. Um, because to take another loan out in your business isn't a good idea. Um, not unless you absolutely have to. So you're gonna see this, but what we're gonna see on the backside of this is we don't know when this is gonna end. Yeah. If we don't need the money right now, we're not, we don't wanna take the money now because something can happen here. And you know, we're talking October, November, December of this year. This could come back, it could do a backlash where we are gonna need money. Um, and hopefully the government's doing something then. That's when we wanna be able to go into that. Uh, for right now, we, we feel comfortable just kind of hanging out where we're at. Just slow the business down a little bit. Uh, enough money's coming in, pay the bills, pay the pay everyone. So, um, but just kind of stay up on top of all your stuff, whether you're, you're a small business just starting up or whatever you need to do. Uh, and if you need to take, take a hold, you know, use some of the stimulus package, use it. Because I mean, you put money into it all your life. I mean, that's what we pay taxes for. Um, we feel that on our side of it, we don't want to take any now because that may take away from somebody else that does need it right this second. It's like toilet um, paper. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, but you're right. I mean, I, I'm at the mom and pop shop, you know, last week at the motorcycle shop is my mom and pop shop that <laughs> I, I spend, I, I like my motorcycle. So I'm, I feel like, you know, I've got a little extra time, uh, Thought I'd have a little extra time. I don't, but uh, I'll get all the bikes serviced up and and ready to roll. Uh, so when we do get to head west, we'll we'll be ready. But uh, but I think you know we aren't going to see the end of this right away. And you're right, uh, social distancing. It's going to kind of slowly come back. Uh, but I think people will keep will help support good companies throughout this, uh, and just keep on moving. And Cindy, I'm not canceling. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> Ryan, I think you had you wanted to say something. You didn't. You... Oh, go ahead, Cindy. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, Todd. Todd, you didn't read that line that says uh, vendor fees are non-refundable. <laughs> well, so so, so far, we uh, so far Canucopia is not refundable. Um, that's a that's a really big oh, one. Oh, what a disaster! What's that? That, that was a disaster. That was. That so, was. I was actually so in the. I was actually in the building. I waited as long as I could to go and and. Uh, I pulled in the building, unhooked, and I was like, yeah, you know, something's going on here. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah, you don't get your money back. I mean, um, the uh, Overland Expo West, I mean, and we're doing Northwest Overland Rally, all that stuff. All that stuff, it's not refundable, but, you know, it's part of doing business, too. And we've been doing this for a long time. Um, this is the first time this has happened, and we've made I'm money not canceling either. <laughs> so you better not cancel me. <laughs> I'm showing up. I, I'll tell you what, Cindy, I'm showing up no matter what. <laughs> yeah, we're using the campground regardless. Me too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Me too. Yep. Just stay six feet apart. You'll be fine. Yep. That's easy to do when you're camping. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, did you want to say something on this? 
What were we on again? Sorry, I've been listening <laughs> to the conversation. I lost track of where we were. No, at. you're fine. Um, things that things that you're doing to kind of you know short term, anyways, shore up the business and sort of get money in the door. Um, I mean, really, we're just being honest with our customers and communicating that we're still here, um, that we can guide them through the process, whether it's email or phone. Um, and that we are still shipping. We haven't really ever done gift cards before. Um, we've turned that on on our website um, and kind of let people know that, hey, if you've got some extra money in your pocket and you want to save it away for gear that we have, go ahead and pick up a gift card. It helps us. It helps you. Um, you know, little things like that. Um, I think just being transparent, you know, we've got some vendors that we work with, like Goose Gear, that had to close shop. You know, they had to shut down. And so... Um, we've been spending a lot of time on the phone with the customers working through what that means and what it's going to look like and how we can get through this together with them. And so, so far, everybody's been really understanding about any product that we have where the manufacturers stop shipping right now. That's great. Anybody else want to say anything on things you're doing for your business to kind of survive this short term? Well, I do, I, I do get a quick thing. I got an email from a customer um, talks about how good customers really are and how they do understand that this whole thing. We got an email from a customer that uh, understood that we had to, I put it on our, just our owner's page and uh, that I had to lay some people off and he actually, uh, he was, he warranted a call. I didn't email him back. I gave him a call because uh, it kind of brought tears to your eyes. He wanted to, fund any wages that they were losing hmm. make wow. sure us as a company were wow. okay that he would he would put money into our business without a repayment plan wow yeah awesome. that's how that's how customers can be um we denied all that i mean we 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 said we really appreciate it but we know that the people are off that can be off and uh and us as a business we're fine but man i'll tell you what a customer like that to call you and <laughs> with deep pockets and say, we will fund you. That's, and, and, and he said, even in the future, he said, you ever need anything, you just call me. And this uh, is a customer that wasn't the easiest to deal with. That's the hard part, you know? And then, and then uh, when they got the trailer and stuff, it was, they were so nice and stuff. And we just love them. And then, to, and then for this to happen, you know, two months later, uh, it's pretty cool. That is cool. <laughs> Very cool. Anybody else? Cheers to you, Tom. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, actually, there, there's a few, yeah, there's a few things that I've been doing just because, you know, back in October, my husband says, oh, go ahead and quit your day job and, you know, <laughs> do this full-time event stuff. And uh, that's kind of been a little uh, strange lately, but um, I've been helping some people with graphic design. If anybody needs any help, I can do some basic services. Um, I'm thinking about starting up or actually I've been uh, working on a digital magazine to um, share stories and advertise for businesses in the um, online community and content for that. And uh, a really cool program uh, in our town, uh, the local graphic design t-shirt maker, they did this program where you send them your logo, they're going to print t-shirts, they share it all over. Over 200 businesses signed up. They've raised over $22,000. Uh, 
and uh, we were part of that. So we're, we're, I'm very lucky that, you know, some of those things are panning out for me, just diversifying and, and getting other smaller income streams coming in. Very cool. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, Cindy, remind me to, Cindy, make sure you message me. I have something I'd like to discuss with you that something that just stopped, an online magazine that just stopped. And we're not sure why, but it's not because of the financial side. So I'd like to talk to you about that. I think it's something right up your alley. Oh, sure. But we'll talk about that later. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Even everybody hanging. Great timing. <laughs> it's a good, the call's a success already. We can just shut it down. <laughs> just don't say anything about my time. <laughs> I got a question for Chris is uh, you guys knocked off that more expo. Um, it sounded like it went off. Well, uh, it fell at a time that we couldn't join you guys down there. We wanted to be a vendor, but it fell at the same time. We have our Chicago auto show thing that came up. And um, I'm curious, what, what's your thoughts on how the COVID thing, seeing that everyone says next winter, it might be back. What kind of precautions are you going to take to try to kick off another great event? Great question. Yeah. Well, um, it's a lot of uh, faith and and rolling with the punches with this kind of stuff. Um, you know, I've, if it, I'm gonna go ahead and plan to continue um, and just push through as as we did uh, last year. We've already we've already sold about sixty percent of the booth space or floor space in the show, um, and we now have a name with the expo uh so our advertising dollars are going to go a lot farther so kind of the plan is is um here before too long is just really ramp up advertising carpet bomb um some people will be a little apprehensive probably in in february about going to an expo uh there could be a, a vaccine by then um there's there's a million things you know we've already discussed you know we're gonna have a million hand sanitizer stations and all that kind of stuff out there anyways um but we're just we're gonna roll with the punches and and keep on playing it we're we're definitely making sure that we um are paid up on our cancellation insurance premiums and all that stuff uh that's a big deal this the consumer show industry got sledgehammered um, just wrecked this is this is show time it's primetime show time rv shows boat shows uh canoeacopia that kind of stuff and it, there's a ton of outdoor shows um there's another one at the at the fairgrounds right where i have mine and uh they they had all vendors in and they were all set up and ready to go and the city showed up that that Saturday morning, and and they put chains on the doors, uh, with with vendors set up in their booths. So vendors tear down and and leave, you know, kind of head head down, which is really a negative thing. I I'm confident, and I'm going to stay positive in the whole thing. Um, I think that for the vendors that are in with us. The amount of advertising that we're going to do between now and February, we've got plenty of time. 
is really going to be beneficial. It's going to give somebody, I mean, it, it gives you some hope to look, look forward to. Uh, fortunately for us, you know, we're just a little bit less than a year out, which is pretty far away. Um, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry for people like Cindy that have had to cancel events. I mean, you on any scale, if you have to cancel anything, I mean, that, that hits home and it, you feel that because when you put on one of these events and Cindy, you know, it, it comes from the heart. I mean, you put your blood, sweat and tears into this thing and you plan and you organize and you fight like hell to keep it going. And, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that you had to cancel that event and so many others. Uh, we nearly, nearly escaped it, man. If we'd have been three weeks later, uh, yeah. it would have, it would have been devastating. And, yeah. and at that point I'd, I'd be one, um, you know, pulling for a, for an SBA loan and trying to get as much money recovered. I mean, these things cost so much money to put on the fairgrounds wouldn't give me a, a deposit yeah, they're not going to give me the deposit back, you know, uh, all the advertising is paid for television commercials, you name it, you know, thousands of dollars in print, Facebook ads, you know, all just to shut it down or even postpone, postponing hurts too. Um, so it's, it's a sensitive industry. Um, I guess, you know, to answer your question the best, Joe, what, what am I planning on doing or changing? Um, I am going to, I'm going to advertise like every day is a day of the trade show for my vendors that, that have already paid to be in with us. Um, we're going to, we're going to put out in front of our audience, which is growing every day. Uh, your guys' faces or, or any, any of our exhibitors faces, and we're going to roll through and, and try to create a positive attitude where, where people are going to have something to look forward to. And when it comes around, it's going to be a celebration and a victory over all of that. And then we're all going to go out and have a beer. Yes. <laughs> now you're talking. Chris, I have to add to that. The thing that's so exciting about what you said is that there are people, and even Todd kind of with his customer, uh, I've had people ask me, send me a message, you know, how can I support CORE? How can I support your business? And I think that people care about these events just because they're so close to their heart. And this community, like even just things we're doing here, right here today, making these connections and we're all on the same page. And it means something to us more than just the dollars. You know, it, it is our heart and our blood and our sweat and our tears. And I know that there are people supporting you and supporting me and everybody here that if there's something that we can do to help, you know, we want to make these things happen because it's so awesome to watch the rig roll into core. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> the awesomest yeah. thing. Somebody drives with a, a teardrop behind their Jeep with kayaks and canoes and, and mountain bikes and smiles. And, and it's, it's more than just a ticket that I paid to go hang out for the weekend. It's a family reunion. And uh, that, that's the, the thing that makes me hopeful. Absolutely. And, and, yeah. and that's exactly it. I mean, Chris, you've got, you know, 
I want to tell Joe that, yeah, it was definitely worth, we're going back to, to more next year. It's definitely worth the trip down there. Um, the only expo we've got to do this whole year. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, there's, there's different things. I mean, expos, you really, I mean, you guys have to look at the, it's going to be impacting on your side, I see. Um, but like Canucopia, um, insurance didn't cover viruses. So, you know, everybody that did put money into that show like us, uh, you don't get that money back. We're lucky that Overland Expo West is uh, rescheduled. That's kind of nice for us. Um, yeah. We'll probably stay out of the uh, Northwest Overland uh, this year. Uh, <laughs> we're signed up, but we'll let them keep our, you know, it's a small fee to go to that one. We'll let them keep that just for that uh, and still donate a fire fireplace prize, you know, if they have. But the expos are different than what you think too. I, what I see going to expos, because we do about 10 a year, we do East, West, Northwest Overland rallies, we do all these. And uh, so what we see is it's not just about going to an expo and checking out all the brand new gear. It's about going to the expo and, and uh, it's the only time you get to see your friends that you've met on Facebook. You know, I, I hung out with, uh, we, I did a little uh, expedition last year on our way to Expo, expo West. Um, with off-grid teardrops and some other folks and we had I think a total of like 12 or 14 of us um, and uh, I, I set up a whole thing through the San Rafael swells all the way down we spent five days together it's a friendship it's not it's about getting to see each other and and uh, and when you looked at it and, and it's just kind of like here too I mean when you we're all sitting around the campfire and having a beer and stuff. You sit down and realize, you know, we all met on Facebook. Really? Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> and that's how we, that's how we see, you know, Facebook or Instagram or something for us, it seems to be more Facebook stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't have met any of you guys without the social uh, media. So I think we all going to have to rely on social media right now. Um, Definitely check your insurance plans, you know, for Expo people like uh, Cindy and Chris and stuff, because I think people are going to be a little shy uh, going into this uh, for next year. Um, so that's, you just got to say, hey, what, this is going to be our policy for, for cancellation fee. If it's no, if there's, if you have no policy for cancellation fee, just put it out there. I mean, just so everybody knows. So there's no like hidden stuff. Um, and I think people understand that too. Yeah, the the thing about that virus not being covered is um, is if it's a new. So the deal is like anybody that bought insurance before the virus was named, yeah, um, would have been covered on that. So, ah, so. And, yeah, so and, and you can buy. You can buy cancellation insurance up till um, until they start seeing winter events, um, just so that way they know the the snow won't cancel it. But you know, had had that hit us three weeks later for the more expo, so had it had the more expo been in the beginning of March, um, we would have been covered on that one because we bought the insurance policy before the virus was actually named. Yeah, well, that's good to know. Unfortunately, that was for the 2020 Expo. I have to buy a new policy 
2021 Expo, and now it's named. So, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, that is what it is. I've got a guy that that's kind of been my mentor in this, and he's been doing uh, boat sport and travel shows for the past 30 years. And, you know, I'm, I'm calling him constantly because he's, he's been around. He's seen a lot of stuff, not maybe this particularly, but, you know, he, he just keeps saying the, the show business, baby, the, the show must go on. That's how we're going to do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> here, here. Yeah. Hey, Cindy yeah. and Todd, I had a question for you guys and I, I guess it falls, you know, also for Chris, but, um, do you think back on the fact that we were working trade shows that end of February, middle of February, when this really was probably something that was here present and we just hadn't named it yet. It hadn't become what it was. And I don't, did either one of you get sick after working that week? I did not get nope. sick, but you know, I did have a cold after okay. that, I guess. So it, I wasn't sick, sick, but yeah. Um, but I've had cold since then, but I haven't gotten sick like I have previous year at this time of year. Okay. Or it seems like I got the flu, but this is the first year I got the flu shot. So, I don't, you know, it's really, yeah. You know, for me, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's weird because uh, at the auto show, we were exposed to people from all over the world. That's what I was saying. I mean, it's more of a, it was a more of a global show. So when you when you sit yeah. in a, in an area like that and you've got people and you, you hear the languages of different people and what they're speaking, you're like, well, that, these people are coming from all over. And I don't I don't know if you know, Chris, you got if it was more of a local feel. I don't know where you're traveling or where people really came in from. If you you know if you graph that at all, but that that has an impact on on how that whole thing feels. Yeah, we saw, we saw mainly, well, let's see, we saw a total of 24 states uh, that I was able good. to get data on, but uh, it's, it's funny, I'm looking at my map right now, we, we did a little push pin deal, you know, at the gate to kind of say, you know, hey, where you're from and all that stuff, and it's, it's concentra concentrated Arkansas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, uh nebraska iowa uh, a little bit of a little bit of illinois in there but that was where the concentration was um you know it i i don't know uh, that's the the big question is hey that that flu that you had this year what do you think it actually was well yeah <laughs> i walked away from the auto yeah. show and i was almost on my deathbed for four days oh no wow. i see and that was so that was wondering like what was that i mean i was i was down for the count i'm never down for the count Ah, see. Yeah. Did I get it? And Rick had it too. Rick had something No, I was I didn't go there. I wasn't that bad, that's for sure. But I wasn't there as long as you guys. I was only there for that day and a half there. Yeah. No, Cindy and I had some real And I was not there. Yeah, I was not there while you were there though. No, funny enough, we you and I were like chips passing in the night. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, man, one more time. That was awesome, and it was so much fun, and thanks again, Joe. Oh, yeah, it was. Especially being able to go to the auto show, the Chicago auto show, and get there before anybody is there. So my kid and I were walking around. We did, I think we opened it up at 8 o'clock in the morning. So, and customers didn't get there till what, 
10. Nine or 10, 10. 10. Yeah. So we had two hours of empty space. Got to see the whole place. And uh, we're like, this is incredible. And then we're coming out, we're back by the, the we're headed back to um, your booth, but we're up by a Toyota. So we're up by the front where everybody's standing. Yeah. And we see this freaking wave of people coming. And we're like, what the hell's going on? I mean, they're, they're actually running. And we're like, what the hell? And we kind of booked it back into your spot. I mean, they were going to trample each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were going to the Jeep thing. Mm-hmm. They all wanted to be first in line for the Jeep <laughs> thing. So we grabbed a beer. And pretty early, we grabbed a beer and went up and set up on top of that balcony. Yeah. And watched the line grow and grow and grow <laughs> to like an hour and a half or two-hour line wait to watch for somebody to go drive through this Jeep thing. And we're like, whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you guys did you guys hear the uh, Jeep video story that came out of that whole thing? Oh yeah, the broke down one. The uh, the one that got high centered on uh, uh -huh. warm up. I what think really happened? Well, I was okay. So I was being in early. I was able to go take my kids on family day to go through that course with them because they were all jazzed to go off roading indoors. They were all excited. Yeah. So we're first in row, and the truck that was going to go pick us up gets. They had just watered the course down, so it's the truck going up this little crossover thing. It, the gladiators are so long, it slipped a little in, in high centered, which no big deal. So I pull out my phone, record it, think nothing really of it other than Jeep gets stuck on its own test course, right? Yeah. I post it to the web. I go to bed that night. I wake up the next day. It's got half a million views. Oh, yeah. That's fine. I Holy got God. a phone call from the director of the auto show uh, <laughs> asking kindly that uh, that be removed from the web. Uh, <laughs> oh it's still out there <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure it is i'm sure it is but it's not on my page anymore yeah so, uh, <laughs> so you know we looked at it was like well we're a toyota shop jeep gets stuck this is this is as viral as it gets you know we have to go and take it down because we're nice guys like that we're not going to be the, the people yeah there. so um that was that was interesting <laughs> that's funny yeah i saw that video I did too. <laughs> oh yeah nothing exciting about it i mean you were talking about you probably could have taken two guys and pushed it off yeah yeah oh my god that is funny very cool all right so just a couple more questions left here and i don't want to keep you guys all night but um changes that you guys are making now do you see any of those potentially continuing past this so again we've kind of talked about how it's not going to just be like a there's a date and then we all go back to normal. Right. But are there any changes that you're making to your business, whether it's, you know, just being smarter with your cash flow or anything that you guys are doing right now that will continue, you know, past this thing. Yeah. With us, we actually were lucky um, a year ago at uh, over the next West, not this past one, but the year before um, when Moby one went out of business and uh, Inca Trailers both kind of filed bankruptcy at the same time. Carol and I, at that point, which reflects us now, um, at that point we went out of uh, our deposits down to only a $500 fully refundable deposit. I don't care if you build a $20,000 trailer, we'll, we'll give you your deposit back, even after I built your trailer. So we've stuck to that. We didn't see that, financially, we didn't see the impact on that what it would do to us through that 2019 year. Um, it was a big impact for us, uh, but we're glad that it, we did it then 
and uh, it's helped us to get through this now. Uh, but going forward, we're glad we did it then. Um, if we could have done it, you know, to do it now, it would have been tough. The uh, I would say as far as moving forward, just be really smart with your cash flow right now. Hang on to your money. Um, this will this will pass. It's like everything else. We started our business in 2008, so any but you guys starting out now. Now, um, we started in 2008 in the worst economy, and uh, we felt if we could do it then, and we started on a on a tax refund of three thousand dollars is what we started our business on. So we figured if we could do it then, we'll get through this now. So some good advice for you guys that are doing it now or just starting out now. Um, hang in there. Uh, if you can make it through, you'll, you'll be stronger on the other side of it. Yeah. So that's great. I'm curious too, if any of you are like, and this is kind of a way out there idea, but I, I know I've, I'm on a board of directors for a local marketing thing here and, and I work for like a marketing tech SaaS type company, but like a lot of us have been going to, it's like we put on events for the, the board that I'm on. That's our whole thing. We have monthly agile marketing events and people come to them, obviously, in person to see a speaker, right? Um, so we've had to kind of make the move to more like, we can still present that same content, but we can do it digitally and we can gate it and then charge people to view it online. So I'm kind of curious, like worst case, like Cindy, with your chef person, could you do like some digital content or some like a, an online, like a Zoom class or something like Like there's got to be a way and there are people like me and other overlanders and, and off-roaders and people that are you know enthused about it to consume that content online that would probably pay you know they may not pay you know two or three hundred bucks like they might for a ticket to a weekend long expo but they might pay like 20 to 50 bucks to like watch a, a thing on winching or you know cooking in the wild or whatever i'm curious if any of you have like explored any of that or thought about that or any sort of digitalization of your content like your magazine, right? Oh, yeah. That's kind of a version of it. If only people would pay to watch me eat around a campfire. I yeah, could a lot of money. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> Buy a case of beer. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I'm exploring a few things, and uh, I'm really excited about the magazine. If anybody uh, wants to jump on that, send me an email or a message afterwards, because that's going to be yeah, fun. Uh, that could be part of it, too. <laughs> yeah i know where you are um so cool yeah um it's just getting creative you know and and sticking with what's been working and exploring things that uh like that new new ways to connect with people yeah. and uh offer value for that yeah and todd you kind of mentioned it earlier too like social media obviously is a way to you know, further deepen your relationships with your customers and, and sort of make sure that they know that you're still here and you guys are there to take care of them. So that's a good option too. Cool. Um, Chris, did you, you want to talk about something? I think. For uh, I, I always want to talk about something. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, uh, what's the topic that we're on? <laughs> no, you're fine. The, um, Changes that you're making now that will continue after this whole thing blows over. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so I like that. Uh, I think that, you know, as as a person that brings three to 5,000 people into one building all at one time, 
I have some responsibilities uh, to the community and you know, it, it's not something that, that honestly I, I had considered for, for the first show, but I mean, every single one of these people that come in is, uh, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not even going to call them customers or they're, they're supporters of me, supporters of you. Uh, you know, anybody that was there saw that um, we need to do our part to keep them safe. So I've, I've actually kind of been looking at a, a few different things, you know, whether this is still going on or not, it still needs to be done. Um, you know, we need to have more sanitary um, stations where people can, I mean, even if it's just, even if I get 50 um, hand sanitizer stations, but, you know, a lot of, a lot of effort in communicating with the exhibitors that are going to be down there. Like, you know, Hey, keep in mind it's, it's flu season. So uh, stop coughing on people that are coming in. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, you know, and I, I don't know exactly what it is, but I, I just know that there needs to be some precautions taken and I'll probably take a, a page from, some of the big shows, you know, I'm, I'm a member of the, um, the NACS, the North American Consumer uh, Show. Yeah, I think that's it. North American Consumer Show. It's just an organization. Uh, but these guys do big shows, and they really have their stuff together. So I learn a lot of stuff from them, and I, I think we'll learn some some good hygiene and stuff like that from those guys. The, the other thing that we want to do is, like I've I had mentioned before is uh, some more creative ways of advertising uh, throughout the year. You know, anything that we can do to, to help you guys stay in business. I mean, stay rolling that that's what makes my business work. Uh, I need you guys. Um, nobody wants to come and see an empty hall. Uh, you know, and on the other hand, no, no exhibitors want to come and exhibit to an empty room either, but uh, from a, a show standpoint, you know, we want to do more face-to-face -face interviews, um, something similar to this. I, is it possible to record the video on these and then yeah. save it and repost it later? Yep. Okay. That, stuff like this, like Zoom meetings, just where it's, you know, maybe Ryan and I sitting chatting about hey, you know, what do you expect your booth to look like? Or, you know, what kind of products you got in? Just, I'm no, I'm no interviewer or podcaster or anything like that, but we can struggle through it. And just maybe throw one of those up a week or something like that. I think that'll really help a lot of people out. So yeah, uh, we're taking ideas around now, seeing how long this thing is going to last and seeing what we can do for everybody in the meantime. Awesome. I'll let you guys in on a secret. I am not a podcaster or a, an interviewer either, really. <laughs> the guy, just a guy. You'll Those see are special that. titles, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You my, just stayed at a Holiday Inn last night. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I didn't because they're closed. But yeah, um, yeah. No, I think that's a great idea. I, and I will say, from my experience, so like, you know, and again, I'm not any sort of professional podcaster or anything. I mean, I do a podcast and people listen to it. I don't know why, but. Um, but they do. But like, <laughs> I have had so like, um, a good example is like, 
like Chad, for example. So like I randomly stumbled upon Overland Addict online. Never met Chad. Still haven't met Chad. Would like to someday. Hopefully rendezvous in the Ozarks this year. I can get down there if it's happening and we can like go camping for a night or two before that. Um, But like just having seen him online and making that connection um, was important. And at first I was kind of tentative because I'm like, this guy's the competition, right? Like he's got all these subscribers and he's, he's so big and his videos are so polished and like, he's very talented. And this is, I'm not just trying to flatter him. Like I, I kind of look at all people like that, that way. I'm blushing. I'm blushing. Yeah. All right. Good. Um, <laughs> but, but honestly, so like at first I kind of pulled back and I didn't want to like, I was like, Oh, I can't watch his video because then I'm giving him views. Right. Like I'm competing with myself <laughs> by watching his videos. And there was like a good, like two to four weeks where I was really like that. And I'm like, okay, that video looks really cool, but I can't watch it. Um, and I tell you what, as soon as that was completely wrong, like as soon as I stopped doing that and I started like talking to you guys and talking to Cindy and like working with Chad and like trying to support each other and bring each other up, it doesn't have to be professional grade at all. Right. But, but as soon as I share this out now, I'm not going to, you know, I have what 1200 subscribers, I think on YouTube now. And the podcast is actually surprisingly big. Like, I think I just passed 27,000 listens on that. I started it eight months ago. So wow. it's going pretty well, but like, I'm not promising you guys that I'm going to get you to a 50,000 person audience per se, but <laughs> even if like five or 10 or 15 or 20 learn about you and then maybe become a loyal customer like it, we all grow together. Right. I so, used to kind of nope. have that, that very similar like <laughs> scarcity mindset and attitude. Yeah. And I, I realized along the way that uh, whether it's YouTube channel, social media, even our businesses that we all run, there is enough to go around for everybody and then some like it, there just is so yeah i i, I kind of was that way in the beginning too yeah but so, yeah definitely do that chris like definitely you know just shoot a, a phone video like i shoot my stuff on my phone honestly yeah. i don't even have a dslr or anything i have a little 500 hundred dollar drone and a phone that's what i have <laughs> um, but, but you just Ch- do it Chad put is... it out there and people like it <laughs> Ch- chad's right though you both of you guys are right is that uh you know, don't make enemies with your with your with your peers. I mean, uh, I go to the expos, and I'm friends with all the guys that own teardrop campers. When we started doing expos, I don't know, you know ten years ago, but uh, we started doing uh, Overland Expo West and East about eight years ago. Um, we, uh, you know, you went in there as this little guy, and you're thinking you don't want to talk to anybody and stuff like that. Well, I'm friends with off grid teardrops and and hiker and you know, all these guys I'm, I'm friends with, there's no sense of being enemies because there's, there's enough to go around for everybody. Yeah. yeah. And we all put our, our individual little twist on what we do anyway. Yep. I mean, whether you realize it or not, you do. Yep. You're very correct on that. Yeah. Well, and that's something I learned pretty early on. And when we started that there's others, you know, adventure up overland in Houston is one that's closest to me. <clears throat> you know, we're both 23-0 dealers, and I had a customer call from his territory, so I did the right thing. You know, I called him, said, do you have the product this guy's looking for? And he's kind of like, well, yeah, why? And I was like, well, I'm going to have the best thing for the customers for you to facilitate the sale. That was the right thing to do, and it paid off in the long run. Dave and I are really good friends. You know, we, we share business back and forth. We're so close, and the same thing goes with Aaron with Artemis Overland, you know, <laughs> him and I, because we're the same, you know, we share a lot of the same brands. We help each other out. You know, we work together 
because it's the right thing to do for the customer. And if to everybody's point in this is that, you know, we're such a, I wouldn't say we're a small niche, but we're small enough that we all work together for the same goal and everybody can benefit from that. There's, there's no reason to, to get ugly about anything. You know, there's, there's plenty, there's plenty of business out there for all of us. And we all have the same mindset of taking care of the customer. It's, it's going to, the customers are going to benefit, which ultimately grows the industry, which helps all of us. Yep. Right. Yep. I mean, uh, like core, we have core coming up here. That's, that's, uh, when the shows because it's so local to us, we, you know, we really look forward to going to it. It's, it's in our backyard. Um, but like I called, uh, I talked to Aaron at Artemis and, uh, he's one of the vendors that may be there and we compete in the same, in, in a same product. Um, but I told him, you know, come up to core and sell all you want there. I'm not going to even push business there. Uh, for my business, I, I push for the sales of teardrops and the parts that go on the teardrops. So mine are more of a customer based. They're the customer is going to buy the parts from me there where, you know, an expo it's, it's everybody buying. So I've already talked to Aaron and said, you know, if you're coming up, you know, don't even worry about, you know, just come up and sell parts because it's not going to hurt my feelings. Um, I'm just going to, I'm just going after my customers at that point, you know, so hopefully he's going to come up and, and, uh, be part of core. So core and core is different than, uh, I'm going to put a plug in for you, Cindy. Um, core is different than, uh, most expos you will ever go to, uh, Vendors get to actually leave their booths during the day and go out and have fun with everyone else and go four wheel and um, do the trail rides. So it's it's so worth it because if nobody's there during the day, why don't we uh, why don't we get to go have fun with them? So and, and honestly, you're you kind of open twenty four hours seven that at any expo you go to. Um, but uh, core is something pretty special because we actually get to go out and do all these trail rides and then come back and uh hang out with everybody have a beer and show trailers and stuff off like that but but get along with your peers uh you know if somebody's selling the product you know you know it's uh chris you saw it how many people are selling the same product at your show i mean but they all yeah. get along we're not we're not out there saying hey my product's better than yours i mean it's who you connect with i want to add uh todd and joe Thank you. Going mountain biking and kayaking during core, and bless you. Correct. Yep. Can't wait. That's the best. What? The motors, the the mountain Better biking. Than- is that what you said, Joe? Joe? Mountain biking is, I mean, Copper Harbor. I mean, come on, it's an Imbar ride. Yeah, it doesn't get any not, better than that. We're gonna be at the bottom of the mountain. I can't. That's that's geeking me out right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm bringing my I'm bringing the kayak, mountain bikes, and the motorcycle. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. I'm bringing a medic. <laughs> really? Somebody will need it. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. He'll life feed it too. There was a uh, last year. There was a friend yeah. of mine that was up there that same day we were riding at Core, and he took. I'll send you the video if you want a big like a. Ooh, he took a a spill yeah. and a half, and it was caught on film. So oh, wow. <laughs> it was a good thirty something foot drop he was attempting, and he didn't att- he didn't finish it. Oh man! <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> 
Very cool. All right, well, so to kind of wrap it up, we might be able to combine these last two questions a little bit, but um, we were gonna talk about kind of what your plans are, you know, once this the travel bans lift and things start to free up again. And also, you know, anything that you guys might be offering as far as like ways to overcome people having to come to your physical locations or anything like that. So we wanna kind of run through just plans slash your plans for your business in the future and kind of run down the list that way. Just everybody take turns and take your spin at the wheel, if you will. I don't know about plans for business, but my plans personally are to get out and do some freaking camping and get by a river <laughs> somewhere. I cannot wait to get around a campfire, man. I'm itching. <laughs> yeah, um, get doing some damage assessment and then getting out, enjoying nature. Uh, I am dying to get on my paddleboard and my mountain bike and do some camping and uh i just uh kind of opened up an affiliate program for the core event if you want to earn a little bit of money uh, cool. for directing people to core tickets um drop me a line and i can get you on that affiliate program so cool. just chugging right. ahead <laughs> let me know about that and i'll put it in the description on this video yeah. if you want me to cool, cool. anybody else um, for us, really, it's just being ready for everybody. You know, we want to get outside like y'all do. Um, we have an obligation to make sure that we have everything we need for the store, too. So we're really kind of focusing on gaps in our product mix and um, what we can do to fill those now while we've got some time. Um, yeah, it's an investment, but I'd rather be poised and ready. So that way, as we come into what could be summer already, you know, and people are wanting to get outside, you know, being ready for that. Um, believe me, we've canceled vacations and trips we had planned. I mean, we had a guy training class at our store. So all of that, it's, you know, once we start to see, it's like, all right, let's get back. Let's get all this stuff that we had to cancel. Let's get that all lined back up. So that way um, the folks that were interested in those are, have that ability still we don't want to take that away from them so yeah for us we're uh uh kind of let's focus there i guess a little bit but um you know we're just like anybody else we want to get back out uh you know our our part is when we go to expos we are that's our vacation too um so like when we do overland expo west is always our biggest one um we we always typically will debut a trailer there, uh, there or Canucopia. Um, we try to debut a trailer at uh, Moore. So luckily, you know, we, we couldn't get it done at Moore. Luckily, uh, Canucopia got canceled and and Expo West got pushed out because we're still not done with the trailer. <laughs> we're debuting. So, uh, but we're looking forward to it and we're disappointed because we always take a month to go out west and uh in a month when we go to the east show and uh take that time on the road so it's it's kind of time for carol and i to reflect on our business you know enjoy the outdoors do what we'd like to do use our product um nobody we spend about three to four months a year we spent four months of last year just in the trailer um and this year we're debuting a, a new one coming out that's the uh it's the bigger badass uh tandem axle teardrop that will haul an 800 pound uh ural on the front wow. we're going wow. after we're going to we're going after your adventure bike riders 
uh, we're going after a whole different market um, that I was already planning on doing before this, because as we know, the, the motorcycle crowd has money too. So, um, and they don't like to ride their motorcycles everywhere. So we're actually putting a bike on the front of a teardrop cool. and keep a, like an 800 pound euros uh, that goes in the front's going to give me about 400 pounds of tongue weight. So, well, uh, but yeah, it's coming out soon. It's, uh, cool. I'm almost done this weekend. I, this weekend, I think I get this to weekend, show yeah. some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting close. Yep. It's getting real now. There you go. I remember you were talking about it earlier in the earlier in the or in the winter time. You were getting excited about it. I have been wanting to do this for 14 years, and I thought 2020 we decided it was the year, and then all this stuff got canceled on us. So it was like, you know, but we're do, we're following through with it because you know what? We'll show it off in 2021 if we if everybody cancels this year. So, but we'll be out there. Awesome. So. Cool. Anybody else? Oh, Kevin, you've been quiet, but I don't want to put you on the spot. Oh, no. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only thing we're doing is uh, when people get out, we, we, we start our business to, uh, to highlight our local recreational assets. Trying mm -hmm. to use outdoor recreation as a, as a means to, uh, to hopefully grow a, a, an outdoor active community. And Austin, a lot of other businesses are, are helping to change uh, the perception of Rockford. I moved here 10 years ago from Chicago, kicking and screaming. And now I'm one of the bigger promoters of the town, and a lot of that has to do with outdoor recreation. So um, we're seeing a lot more people because they have no choice in the matter. The only recreation is walking on the path and stuff like that. And we're, we're seeing more and more traffic and, and hoping that when we do reopen, that pent-up demand will lead to people wanting to go on kayaking trips or stand-up paddleboard trips or rentals or sales or what have you. So um, just thanks to see waiting uh, the gates to open. Yeah. So, Kevin, where are you out of? Rockford. Oh, you are in Rockford. Okay. All right. Yeah. I missed that earlier. Yeah. Been trying to mind my P's and Q's and listen for once and not talk so much. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to add here, Todd. Uh, Kevin is a Yakima dealer, and uh, I heard rumor that you guys were thinking about the road shower. I think Todd can tell you all about the road shower. I can talk all day on road shower. I've been with them since the beginning. Yep. Oh, really? Yep. We'll, we'll we'll take that offline. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, nothing but good from my side of it. Good. Okay. Yeah. yeah we tend to deal with with the the higher end of gear and apparel. Um, I know that's a, a leading uh, product in that in that space. Yep. Yep. So we, I've been using it for since I've been in business. So. Cool. Very. Cool. And one thing about CORE, I think we have an opportunity to sell a lot of road showers because there are no showers at the campground this year. Uh, no, because you're wrong, Cindy. There's a lake. There's, there's a lake. What? There's a lake. <laughs> Cindy, if you have, and, yeah, and Joe, Joe may know of this. No. Joe may know of this. No. I think, I think they've stopped this. But after a long day mountain biking, you come to town. You come in past the Fitz, the the or the Harbor House, and you got the public dock out there. Right. At, yep. You yeah. get to the end. You drop the bike. You go running. You dive in, and it's typically when and you're stripping down as you're going, oh, <laughs> and it's typically 
it's typically when they're busy with dinner time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, have you ever been up there during the uh, mountain bike fest weekend? Uh, we support a trailer up there. We've been doing that for 10 years. Yeah. Or eight years. This will be our eighth year now. So they set up a ramp at the end of that dock for mountain bike weekend. Yeah, not anymore. No, they stopped? They stopped uh, two years ago. Actually. Oh, <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> uh, um, insurance, insurance wouldn't cover it anymore. Oh, so, it yeah. Ramp. <laughs> but that, oh, man, people went, my kids did it. Well, my, my oldest son was built trails up there. So we know we're, Carol and I are really connected to the, to the community up there because we've spent so much time up there. Um, and we know a lot of people. But, yeah, they, they had to stop it because of insurance reasons. But talk about the coolest thing ever. It was. Just to sit there and oh. that place, I mean, 1,000 people sitting on the shore lane just to watch this. <laughs> yeah, it was yep. awesome. That sounds fun. <laughs> well, very cool. Anybody else? Anything else before we wrap up? Anything at all? Well, we appreciate you doing this. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate yeah. you guys. Thank you, and, guys. And you <laughs> and Chad had the Thank best you. backgrounds. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm working on my background next time. We can do virtual <laughs> backgrounds, you know. Making me wish I was in the shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a blue, need to get a blue screen and have a camping background back here, like a metal. Like <laughs> yep. yeah. yeah. Like Joe, this. Joe and Todd hide <laughs> for the backgrounds. <laughs> you could do. Yeah. Well, here I could have. I could have given you the fire if I wanted to lay down, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But this one is good. I like that one. There we go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this, the Zoom stuff is just, it's too much fun. I use this for work, but so it's like, as you can tell, I'm a child, and I am shocked I have a job, but somehow I do. <laughs> Hopefully this thing pans out someday, and I, that way when I lose it, then I, it won't be a big deal. Yeah. Chris, 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 Chris pulled a good third. At least he has some overlanding gear back there, yep. camera baggers. Smart. Well, there's a uh, naked lady over there. Is, is there? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's so, the winner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's an old statue out of the the bar that my dad used to go to when I was a little kid. I remember sitting at the end of the bar, but it it sat on the bar and everybody rubbed it on its way on their way. <laughs> so she's wearing a bikini that's painted on, but you know certain parts of the bikini are rubbed off. <laughs> It's kind of funny. <laughs> well, on that note, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys again. All right, guys. So that was the show. So I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I had a lot of fun. Uh, thank you very much to all my guests. As I mentioned, there's going to be links to all of their websites and social media accounts down below in the description. So if you want to check them out, if you want to give them a follow, if you want to support these great companies in this sort of time of need as this coronavirus stuff goes on. Definitely click on those links down below. Definitely go check them out and feel free to buy stuff from them and support them and sign up for, you know, future events and things like that for the folks that put those things on. Um, so, again, thank you so much for stopping by uh, from Fletch at All Things Overlanding and all the, the vendors and, and store owners that were on tonight. Thank you very much for watching and look forward to talking to you next time. Take care.